Hey family, it's Emily and I'm grateful to be back in this space with you. So let's dive right in. Today we're talking about edifying our minds to exist within this world that has made fighting racism a bit performative at times. Many days it's difficult to find the needle in the haystack. So today we're going to be the needle. We're going to be the change we seek. Our quote for today comes from a queen of all queens, Sister Angela Davis. Angela shared, it's not enough to be non-racist. We must be anti-racist. What I love so much about this quote is that Angela moves us from speaking and performing to doing. I'm sure we all have a friend or two who exclaims they aren't racist because they have a black friend or are in some way adjacent to blackness, black people that exempts them from having to put a stake in the ground. It's exhausting navigating those spaces and We have to surround ourselves with people who will put that stake in the ground. It's not enough to say it's wrong. You have to align your behaviors, your actions, your purchases, your voice with debunking the institution of racism and the ways in which people, including some black, brown people, benefit from it. This week, I read an article in the New York Post about a New York City public school principal asking the parents of his students to reflect on their whiteness. The article struck me as intriguing because it's very seldom that white people are outright asked to discuss their whiteness, let alone rate themselves on an eight-point list. Yes, there's a rating scale. The scale runs from white supremacist to white abolitionist. And this principal asked his white parents to rate themselves. There's a formal curriculum by Barnor Hess, an associate professor of African-American studies at Northwestern University in Illinois, that really dives deeper into this. Super fascinating stuff. Strongly encourage you to look at it. Just amazing. But back to the key point here. So I ask you, how can we put a stake in the ground of being actively anti-racist for our mental well-being and the well-being of generations that come after us? So much has happened even in the last year amidst the pandemic where we are seeing so much of the inequity, the inequality, the disparate resources impacting our brothers and sisters of color so much more. And for many folks, they actually begin to realize this is hard to watch. This is hard to witness. And they begin to understand the role that they play. It takes a toll on you physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And so when was the last time you questioned your assumptions for all of our listeners of color Let's keep in mind that all skin folk ain't kin folk, and it's critical that we all do the introspective work of identifying how we are fighting to be actively anti-racist. Take stock in your recent interactions. How have you debunked racism, actively worked toward an anti-racist society? How have you worked to destroy the systems that were built up well before any of us got here that keep us separate and unequal? that allow insurrectionists to storm the Capitol with little to no repercussions. But we all know what would have happened if they were black or brown. 
for our heads and our hearts, we have to fight the good fight. As long as racism actively plagues us as a country, people will suffer. So let's keep fighting for each other. Edify yourself. Build your network of people who will push you in your thinking and actions to keep moving the needle forward. Your affirmation for today? I will question my assumptions and fight the good fight. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please take some time, tap in, leave us a rating or review. Also, make sure that you are subscribed on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you tomorrow.